We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Ceremonies opening the renovated arch grounds this week caused an immediate stir when people observed that only white dignitaries were involved in the ribbon-cutting event. The vocal fallout included an apology from organizers who also pointed out that Congressman Lacey Clay and Controller Darlene Green, African-Americans, were invited but opted not to attend. We're going behind the headlines on the story with City Treasurer Tashara Jones and State Representative Bruce Franks, both African-American. She helped raise funds for the Arch Project. His district includes the Arch Grounds. Neither was invited to participate in the ribbon-cutting. I spoke to them late this morning, first to Treasurer Jones, and I began by saying to her that the Gateway Arch Park Foundation apologized, saying, We acknowledge that our ribbon-cutting did not reflect the diversity of our community. For that and for any hurt it has caused, we are sorry. So I asked, should that be the end of it? No, that's not the end of it. Um, And I have spoken at length with the executive director of the Arch City Park Foundation. Um, I I always mess it up. Um, And he is very, very sorry. Um, But I think this is a broader conversation we need to have about Who's involved? Who's at the table? Mm -hmm. You know, racial equity, we talk about that. We've been talking about it since 2014, since the death of Mike Brown. The two basic questions that you have to ask is who's in the room and who's at the table? Mm -hmm. And when you look at the composition of the board, um, that that leaves us a lot of questions as far as who's at the table. Um, And then we also look at the composition of the staff. Um, that also leaves a lot of questions about who's at the table. Well, you were not at the table for the ribbon cutting. You were invited, as I understand it, for the event itself. Is that correct? Uh, the, I got the general email that everyone else got, mm-hmm. um, but was not invited to participate in the ribbon cutting. Do you feel slighted? Absolutely, because I've, I've worked hard um, to make this project become a reality. Uh, albeit my work was in the initial stages to get the approval from the federal government to proceed, but still um, it is. Uh, it should be noted that, you know, um, I, when I was in the legislature, I helped uh, work to pass House Bill 1504, which authorized the city to then put it on the ballot to pass a tax for the uh, for the parks initiative that went 20 percent of mm-hmm. that um, went directly to uh, the Arch Foundation. Um, and then also I called all of the parking operators together because they were going to tear down the north garage on the north end of the Arch grounds. Mm-hmm. And we pulled all the parking operators together that had never been done before. And we all agreed to bring our businesses up to the same standard so we could provide safe, uh, adequate, and accessible parking for those who visited the Arch. What do you think this, uh, this whole situation tells us about our community? It tells us that we cannot leave our racial equity lenses at home and that we always have to be vigilant and we always have to be watching out for, again, who's at the table and who is, uh, who's not in the room. And uh, unfortunately, none of the uh, officials who were involved in that initial photo looked around to see, you know, wait, who's not here? Or, you know, this picture looks so white. Um, and we always have to be asking our, ourselves those questions. 
I can take that one step further because I had an email from Karen Aristi of the Anti-Defamation League, and she wrote, of the group there, who actually thought that they should say something but did not? No leadership, no initiative, no capacity to truly see things as they are and understand why the optimism of the moment was undermined. It would not have been any political risk to make a positive impact. Yeah, absolutely. That's spot on. Uh, you know, and and speaking up for those who are marginalized and those who who can't be in the room um, is a risk, but it's a risk that's very well respected. Lacey Clay and Darlene Green were, in fact, invited to the ribbon cutting. Do you think that if they had been there, there this would have been handled differently, reacted to differently? Um. I I still probably would have had a, a, a reaction because, again, I was very involved um, and wasn't even given the opportunity. Um, and, uh, you know, Lacey Clay, I understand, was on vacation and wasn't able to come. Um, I don't know what Darlene's circumstances were. She did send a representative, but she right. was not there herself. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I st- <clears throat> but still, that's two out of, what, 20? <laughs> and our region, you know, St. Louis City is 54 percent minority. Um, we're a majority minority city. So what does that tell you that of all of the people at the table that, you know, if, if we're a majority minority city, that we only have a, per- a small percentage of people at the table? I still think that that we need to have a deeper conversation. Where do we go from here? We have to have I, I hope that this is another moment for us to say, look, you know, what are we doing towards inclusion? Diversity is just checking a box. What are we doing towards inclusion? Inclusion is involving people in the process. Inclusion is having people at the table and involving them in the decision making. And until we are serious about inclusion and equity, we have to start having those hard conversations about putting the right people in the room and at the table. Seems to me I've heard that song before. We all have, but we're going to keep singing it until things change. And today, uh, are you going to be in, involved in the uh, midday ceremony? Yes, I'm, I am dubbing it the people's ribbon cutting, <laughs> not um, all black as, as uh, uh, my good friend Representative Franks has, uh, has dubbed it. But uh, that came about in a late night conversation uh, since the, since we started planning it. We have involved uh, members of all different communities of color uh, to say a few words. And, uh, and, and you'll see that the picture, the next picture, the do-over, <laughs> will look totally different. We'll be hearing from him in just a couple of seconds. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. At St. Louis City Treasurer, Tashara Jones. And here is Representative Bruce Franks. Uh, Bruce, are people overreacting to this uh, incident on Tuesday? Um, no, they're not. Um, I think that I think that it speaks to a bigger issue than just the picture. I think it speaks to a systemic issue of when we talk about representation and what representation looks like um, in the city of St. Louis. Um, you know, we we live in a diverse community, and I think that that should be reflected on many different levels, including when we have things as big as a ribbon cutting um, of a monument that represents St. Louis and might be, in some areas, the only thing that people know about St. Louis. Um, so it's good to be inclusive to, to let folks know exactly how diverse our community is. Well, as I said to Tashara Jones just a few moments ago, um, we've sung this song before about inclusion. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we're, I guess we're going to sing it again and sing it again. 
Yep, and we're going to have to keep singing until they finally get the tune. <laughs> Do you think you should have been there? So, I don't – personally, I don't feel like it's a question of if I should have been there. I just thought it should have been more uh, – a more representative uh, leadership picture, um, you know, to really speak to what our, our city looks like. It wasn't about me necessarily being there. It was about – if let's say that picture was – like truly inclusive, right? My question wouldn't have been, "Oh, where was I?" It would have, you know, I, I would have been, you know, I, I would have been happy that we had a picture that included everybody, that included our uh, Latino community, that included our Bosnian community, included our our Black, you know, leadership. Do you think the lack of inclusion was was a slight or oversight? You know what? It's hard to say. Um, I talked to um, Eric, and I don't want to say his last name because I, I do not want to butcher his last name, um, from the Arch Foundation. Um, and he was very apologetic. You know, he, he spoke up and he said, hey, you know, whatever you guys, you know, whatever we need to do to, you know, get your voices heard, we're willing to do. Um, so it seemed genuine. It seemed like a general oversight, a genuine oversight. And it seemed as if he um, – was apologetic about it, and he had no excuses. He, you know, he didn't try to make up excuses. He said, "Hey, you know, we we just screwed this one up." Um, so, you know, it's hard to say, but I'm I'm going to take his word for it. Um, but even if it's inadvertent or advertent, you know, we shouldn't have to fight for inclusion um, in a city that's majority minority. I have a, a a couple of tweets here I'd like to read to you and get a quick response to you. One is mm-hmm. from one is from Nikki who writes, I am a white woman living in St. Louis. This makes me sick. Where is the diversity that I love about St. Louis? Totally disappointed in St. Louis leadership. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the fact that we had a lot of white folks, right? Like a lot of white folks were the ones who, who came out and were showing like the disgust for the picture and basically saying, look, where's the diversity? Um, that gives you some insight that, hey, Things need to change, and we need to make sure that we're represented, not only on these pitches, but on these boards, right, on these boards and, and commissions, you know, that we have around the city that may have all white males on them, um, you know, with the lack of diversity. So that particular tweet is one that was magnified so many different times uh, via Twitter and um, Facebook. Another one here from Dean Nichols, whom I suspect you probably know. Uh, Both literally and figuratively, the people featured in the photo of the event do not have the people behind them. More shamefully, they do not have the people amongst them. Yeah, I mean, I think it's true, especially especially looking at just the makeup of the picture and given the entire event. The entire event where it's held. I mean, you're talking about the arch, but you're talking about a half a mile the other way, you know, a mile and a half. You have the Cochrane, you have Preservation Place, you have economic distressed black communities that are represented by black officials. Um, and I don't know, that screen, that, that picture, I said it yesterday, that picture just did not scream, um, we welcome you here. Yeah. What do you what do you hope to accomplish with your Riverfront event today? I hope to accomplish um, one thing is that it's going to bring folks together. Whether people know it or not, we invited everybody. I mean, the mayor will be there. Um, we invited all different officials. We invited community leaders from every part of the minority community um, to bring people together to show what inclusive what inclusive looks like. 
Um, but it's much more than a picture. Um, it's not about the picture. It's about the conversation that we need to have, and we need to have a deeper conversation about the Arch Board and the Bi-State Board and these boards who are uh, predominantly white or all white, um, where we need diversity so we can talk about some of the things that impact our economic and distressed communities and how we can how we can make um, everything just uh, make everything okay for everybody. Make the arch a place that you know everybody wants to visit. Um, make by state a place that everybody wants to uh, work for or be a part of, and and that goes for every other board as well. Well, Bruce, thank you for being with us. I know you're busy. I hope you have a successful event this afternoon, and we'll see where we go from here. Oh, thank you, and I definitely appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks to St. Louis City Treasurer Tashar Jones and State Representative Bruce Franks. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU.